Hello, Hello tea sippers. I'm Steph. And I'm Tamar. Welcome to Au Pair Tea. Where we spill all the tea on Au Pair Life. So sit back with your best cuppa and let's dive in. Hey guys, and welcome back. We're on episode seven of the Au Pair Tea podcast. Woo! Yes, episode seven. Absolutely smashing it. I feel like every week we say, oh, it's incredible. We can't believe we're up to episode six, episode seven. But it's like, <laughs> here we are again and people are still listening. It's so great. I'm having so much fun. Mm. I'm actually recording this from Serbia this week. We are. Woo! We are. We obviously, we obviously pre-record our episodes. So... What news did we get today, T? Well, today it is the 14th of August, so a little behind the scenes for you there. And today I got the very exciting news that my visa was approved and I will be heading to the US. Woo-hoo! I know! Ah! Um, I'll be heading to the US um, in about two or three weeks' time. So this is very exciting because obviously I will need to start thinking about what the hell I'm going to pack. Obviously, Steph, you've already packed for the US but you had the added bonus fun mm-hmm. challenge of having to pack for Serbia as well so this is going to be a really great episode yeah. because we can share what you've already packed and what you're bringing with you and what you maybe would do differently if, if you were you know in my position and it'll also help me plan because I'm sorry but my packing list is ridiculous and I need to cut down and half the thing I probably <laughs> won't even need oh definitely yeah mm. um I found packing so, so difficult mm-hmm. because obviously, as you said, I had to pack for Serbia as well. So I'm in Serbia for two weeks. So I had to kind of pack for a two week holiday and then also for America. And I found it so difficult. And because I was going on a European flight, which is a class as a short haul flight, my luggage allowance and all my weight limits and all that kind of stuff were less than if I had gone on a long haul flight straight to America. Oh, okay. So I had to cut everything down and it was so so difficult but I managed it <laughs> she did it she's it. there <laughs> I do wish I had more clothes on me I really really cut down my clothes because obviously that was what was taking up most of the room and also my toiletries mm. um but I will shop when I'm out there so it's absolutely it's fine do you guys have laundry facilities at the hotel they do but I'm not using. I have been washing things in the shower. I mean, at least you're washing them. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I bought some like washing detergent, laundry detergent, with me mm. in a little travel size bottle, and I've been washing my clothes in the shower. So <laughs> we are efficient. <laughs> it's like being at uni when I couldn't be bothered to go to the laundry. I just do it in the shower. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it works. It actually works. So it's fine. As long as I've got clean clothes, we're all, we're good. all Gucci. We're all happy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, my number one tip, kicking it straight off here, is to make a packing list. This helps me, obviously, massively. And I think you just said you have a packing list. Don't I you? mean, I started one on my phone today as soon as I kind of found out. And then I suddenly thought this is getting really, really long. I'm not going to need this. Oh, I do need this. I am like a serial hoarder and I will severely overpack. Like, it's ridiculous how much I will overpack for something. Oh, yeah, same. Like, my packing list was ridiculously long. And then as soon as I knew that I was going to Serbia, I had to like 
erase pretty much everything off that list. Mm. <laughs> I had bought so many toiletries and I'm saying this now, you don't need toiletries. Like basically, don't take any toiletries, just buy it all when you get there because it's not expensive over there. You can get everything you need in America. You're not going on holiday, you're moving abroad. You don't need to take things that you, you use on a daily basis because you can just go and buy it out there. So yeah, don't buy any toiletries and take them with you because honestly you don't need them. Maybe like a few travel size essentials that you're gonna need for like your first couple of nights. But apart from that, like you could just go around the shops and grab it when you get there because it's honestly toiletries weigh so much and that's what's gonna take up most of your weight. Mm. So that's my number one tip. Well here. someone told me that you should bring your own like um shampoo and conditioner because apparently it's really expensive over there. Whether she is, you know, right or not, I heard it's expensive. Well that's what I heard as well. But somebody that's in Serbia with me has lived in America and she was like, that's not true. Toiletries are really cheap over there, so don't mm. bother with it. So take that as you will whatever you want to believe but toiletries weigh a heck of a lot so I would just take like a couple of essential things and then get the rest when you're out there like don't bother with like shaving foam and all that kind of stuff shampoo conditioner body wash toothpaste boom Bob's your uncle that'll yeah. do I mean I fully plan on bringing you know obviously like I'll bring my makeup and I'll bring I'm just bring like a cheeky oh, yeah. kind of little two-in-one shampoo conditioner just until I get the one that I actually want because there's no point me bringing like two massive yeah. bottles of like Tresemme or something if because knowing me it's going to spill all over my suitcase um, but it's just a <laughs> weight that could be used for something else like food <laughs> exactly yeah exactly and also another thing is I went very overboard on the gifts for my host family especially my host kids and I couldn't fit it all in so I've actually had to send three packages over to the USA separate to my luggage because I couldn't fit it all in to my suitcase under the weight limit so that cost me a lot of money so maybe don't go too overboard on the gifts for a host family a little thing goes a long way obviously it's the thought that counts and you know just a little something from your home country share to share your culture is like perfectly fine but I literally made like full-on gift bags for my host kids but I literally every time I buy gifts for people I go so overboard it's ridiculous but um it does take up a lot of room and a lot of weight so bear that in mind yeah I think that's good and then also obviously on the note of you know presents for your host kids and your host parents what we just kind of want to make it clear that it's absolutely not um it's not an essential it's not required it's not expected but i personally just think it's polite um to bring a little something over i'll be bringing something for my host kids and i'll be bringing something separate um, for my host parents i've had some ideas but i know my host mom listens to this podcast so um i'm not going to share <laughs> what those ideas are cuz julia will it'll spoil the surprise for her um hi julia thanks for tuning in um but yeah, so I think that's a good one as well. Um, what are the, so what did you, how did you pack? Because I know some people use packing cubes, some people use vacuum pack bags. How did you pack? So vacuum bags I've always sworn by, but for me, they just did not work. I put my clothes in a vacuum bag, vacuumed it up, and it was more of a weight it was more weight than just putting my clothes on their own so I personally 
would say vacuum bags are a no-go but packing cubes really did help me because I could squish loads of clothes into one packing cube and then squish it into my suitcase because obviously clothes are soft so you can just squish as much as you possibly can into one packing cube and then squish them all together in your suitcase so that did help but I did a bit 50 50 of some packing cubes and then some clothes just separately on their own in my suitcase and that seemed to kind of work for me yeah but obviously I'm a bigger human so my clothes are bigger so when I roll them up they're going to be larger than if you were a skinny human and you roll up your skinny human clothes (laughs) this is me as well I feel that (laughs) I feel that so yeah and I always say roll don't fold but again that didn't work for me rolling just made it thicker and take up a lot more space than just folding Mm it so I think it's a bit of trial and error you just need to kind of see what works for you and what weighs less and what fits more in and stuff like that yeah I mean I've already I mean I've got some vacuum pack bags I'm not sure whether I'm going to use them or not um I've thought about packing cubes I may use them I'm going to look into them a bit more I've also kept if anybody's ever ordered from Shein that's (laughs) Steph and I love Shein please sponsor us um every episode but like please sponsor us um so when you buy clothes from Shein, you get like a, a no, they come in like this big giant Ziploc bag kind of. And so I've been keeping them from all of my past Shein orders and I'm going to maybe use them to put shoes in or put like underwear in or put socks in or just put little set to help me separate my clothes out. Um, maybe, you know, put toiletries in one, even though I've got like an actual toiletries bag. Um, but I just feel like for, I think they're just such a useful thing to have those little bags that she and send you. Um, so I feel like mm-hmm. it would be a waste if I didn't use them, but they're definitely going to be something to help me. I do need to kind of start to prioritize. But someone also told me um, when you go to America for like two weeks to be in a, like, for, 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 I can't even talk today. When you finally go <laughs> over to be an au pair, somebody said, don't pack more than two weeks worth of clothes because obviously you're going to buy stuff when you're out there and you can wash and rewash things yeah um is that how many weeks do you say you brought worth of clothes so i literally just bought the clothes i wanted to wear in serbia and then like a couple of my jumpers and cardigans that i would wear like autumn winter time because i like i said like you said we're gonna shop when we're out there and when i get there it's gonna be quite hot so i thought I would just wear what I've worn in Serbia over there for the first couple of weeks and then I can buy autumn winter clothes when I'm out there so that is literally all I bought I just bought clothes for Serbia really and then a couple of like of my jumpers and stuff and a couple of jumpsuits that I would wear when it's a bit cooler but yeah so I basically just packed for (laughs) Serbia (laughs) she just packed for Serbia guys if you didn't catch that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it's hard to so, yeah, I think knowing the climate is so an different. important thing. Knowing what the weather's going to be like when you go is going to be very yes. important. Yeah. Because um, yes. America is like every possible weather you could ever imagine, isn't it? In certain parts. Oh, yeah. And I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when every I went state to is different. London for my mm-hmm. embassy interview the other day. I, I remember messaging my husband being like, it's like 35 degrees here and it's like really, really hot. Like, and obviously we don't do air conditioning in the UK. So I was just melting on the pavement. And she was like, oh, that's the kind of temperature we have for like summertime over here. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. But they have air conditioning. Um, so I think knowing yeah. what the climate's going to be like, at least for the first month or so when you get there, 
is a good thing because you can always buy like summer clothes later or if you're arriving in winter and things like that so checking the seasons is a good thing and asking your host parents like what do you recommend what's the weather really like because websites only tell you so much really they don't really tell you what people actually experience like do you guys have aircon or not is what what we all really want to know <laughs> yeah literally yes um yeah so in regards to clothing a good tactic is to open your wardrobe right and take out your clothes in categories so start with your tops take all like your t-shirts out look through all your t-shirts and then split them into like ones I want to take ones I don't want to take and then do the same with your trousers your jumpsuits your jumpers everything else like do it in categories and then separate out the ones that you want to take rather than going yes I want to take that yes I want to take that yes I want to take that because that will help cut it down a lot that helped me cut down a lot of things and say like have I worn this in the last month if it's a no don't take it Mm. (laughs) because you're not going to wear it and then it's just going to take up space in your suitcase that is unnecessary so I think that's quite good I like that I might use that because I'm one of those people where I will pack just in case I need it kind of thing like I haven't worn this in four years but I might wear it one night like I'm not gonna wear it (laughs) why is it in my wardrobe chuck it out um I tried doing that um last summer I tried to do the one month rule because I was trying to clear clear my wardrobe out and kind of get rid of old clothes I was trying to do like if I'm not worn worn it for a month chuck it out or donate it and I just I chucked about two things out and it was it just didn't work for me because I'm such a hoarder and I find it really hard to let go of things I I, I don't know why but I just I'm always I like to be prepared I guess so I'm like okay I might need that I might want that but I think this is going to force me to be a lot stricter with myself and yeah just leave room yeah. for other things like food <laughs> yeah. I was literally exactly the same it was so difficult for, for me and I actually did get a little bit emotional at the fact that I couldn't bring all my sweatshirts mm. with me but um, you just have to let go and you will buy so much when you're out there honestly I love that you just have to let go this is not like a life and death situation <laughs> just let go of that sweatshirt you don't need it just let it go I mean I mean it's not the end of the world and you know your family can always send things after or you can send things ahead of you which I know some of pairs have sent clothes ahead of themselves to the US but I mean they're clothes at the end of the day we're not there to be fashion models not that I would ever be a fashion model um but we're there to do a job it doesn't don't really care what what we wear as long as it's appropriate then you know it's fine it's it's not a fashion show guys don't worry um so separating clothing by categories is a good tip maybe using vacuum bags or packing cubes and toiletries we've discussed what else would you would you say Steph is kind of vital so obviously you would have collected a whole bunch of documents during your time applying for an au pair experience there's so much paperwork so Um, many so get yourself (laughs) get yourself a plastic wallet or a little like pocket wallet thing and just stick all your documents in there I bought some unnecessary documents just every document I ever collected <laughs> from starting my application to now I've just put put in that wallet um so your health evaluation form your police check your everything to do with your visa appointment and your visa your passport obviously your home country driving license and your international driving permit um 
uh, your DS2019, which is super important. Your passport and your DS2019 are the two most important documents that you need to remember. They are both as important as each as each other, and you need them both to be able to enter the USA. So definitely remember those. <laughs> I will be that person that leaves the the documents at home. But my mum, I've given them to my mum so that she because she won't forget them she'll be like you're not getting on that plane without them so i've given them i've got them in like this little plastic thin plastic box it's kind of like a a wide clipboard and she's got them all basically so she's kind of in charge of making sure i I bring all of my documents with me but then i was like do i need to bring my birth certificate do i need to bring my degree certificate someone told me to bring my birth certificate because I need to, like, because I might need it to get my social security number. But I'm like, honey, if I bring it to the USA, I will lose it. And then my mother will kill me. <laughs> it's, you just, you only get one birth certificate unless you want to pay, like, £25 for a new one. But it's never the same as the original. My tip is to make copies of everything. So leave a set of documents at home and then bring a set of documents mm. with you. Because then you always have multiple copies of those documents so if you lose one you still have one available i didn't bring my birth certificate but i guess you could but i don't think it's necessary i've never heard of anyone bringing their birth certificate but if you want it sure (laughs) i just think i'm paranoid needing things it's my what if brain again like what if i need my my visa thing or what if i need my birth certificate for something like i don't know i think i just start panicking and then i just unnecessarily overpack like a complete i yeah I mean I put my training school notes in with my documents because like oh they might come in handy one day you never yeah, know <laughs> and like your little travel kit as well yeah your travel kit obviously everything. yeah everything god you need so much to be an yeah and what was I gonna say I was also gonna say something else oh I wrote down like a list of questions and things I wanted to discuss with my host family when I first arrive. So if you've done training school, they would have gone through these sort of things with you. But just things like, how do you work the washing machine, the dishwasher? Um, where's your uh, thermostat? Where's your first aid kit? All that kind of thing, you know? Just little things I want to discuss. What's your Wi-Fi personal <laughs> password? You know, all the important all necessities the... when you first arrive. The critical stuff. Family. What's the Wi-Fi password, guys? <laughs> What's the Netflix password? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just things I wanted to discuss with my host family basically when I got there I just wrote down and popped in that wallet Mm. as well um and then obviously you want to pack in some home yes yes so obviously I had to limit mine so I just took I've taken a few tea bags and a pot of gravy powder (laughs) oh brilliant (laughs) I love that (laughs) because that's the necessities isn't it you know it is. um especially after seeing what they call gravy not a chance mm, yeah we're not getting into that nasty business again are we not no. no so yeah i put my gravy powder in my toiletry bag oh my god <laughs> <laughs> if I just, just spilled up, they'd be like what is that what kind of toiletry is that I'd be like it's a face mask <laughs> Is that yeah? It's a grand gravy granule face mask. Have you never heard of this Ew. before? <laughs> Imagine that just like walking past someone and they just smell like a roast dinner. <laughs> but I'm glad I did because um the girl that's in my, the room with me is also came from England. She put chocolate digestives and jaffa cakes in her bag, and they're all melted and crushed and gross. So Ooh. that's I might what you get. Bring so think about what you're. Yeah, packing. I might not bring chocolate. I've definitely decided though that I'm going to be bringing 
tea bags with me. I'm going to bring some normal tea bags and some Earl Grey because we love to switch it. And I'm also going to bring some prawn cocktail crisps because they are literally god tier. And anyone who disagrees with me just needs to leave the podcast right now. But oh my god, <laughs> prawn cocktail is insane. I love it. It's very undervalued, I think. Oh yeah, it's a great, great flavour. But obviously, so yeah, obviously you need some home comforts, but don't go mad because you can get things sent over by family and friends. And like we can get in the UK, we can get American sections in stores and they have like American-based food stores here. You can get British ones in America as well. So if you're from the UK, you can get things. It's not like you're going to be withdrawn from it for two years. Going through withdrawal. I wonder what would put in a British <laughs> food section in a supermarket in America. It, yeah, I mean, I want. I'd love to know. Interesting. Be nice I can't wait to, to that. Let us know in Yeah, let us know. But um, a British girl that's in Maryland told me that in Rockville, which is where I'm going to go, they do have a British store. Oh, with like British foods and stuff in. So I will be going shopping. <laughs> do you get a discount if you're British? <laughs> Oh my god, please, that'd be great. <laughs> I feel like that's a good thing. But as well as like home comforts, like food and stuff, I'll be bringing... I'm one of those people who likes a lot of pictures. So when I went to uni, because obviously I, I lived away for three years on campus, I had lots of pictures printed out and I posted them all on my wall, all up my room, because I just love having pictures of my friends and my family and obviously my dog. Um, so I think for me, I'm going to be bringing pictures <laughs> with me. Um, and that's another thing. So I'm going to speak to my host parents and be like, is it okay if I put pictures on the wall? How would you like me to do it? Like blue tack, or would you like me to bring some like string lights with me or something? Um, is that okay? So I think that's another thing that people don't always think about is how are they allowed? Because some host parents are totally fine with you decorating the room as you see fit. Um, some of them are like, yes, you can, but please, you know, don't stick things on the wall because the paint will come off or things like that. Um, so that's something I want to check because I want to take lots of pictures with me um, as well, just to make me feel a little bit more at home and anybody who uh, follows us on our Au Pair Tea Instagram will have seen that my best friend G made this giant blanket and it was just a collage of pictures of me and her and friends from events and things that we've done so that's a massive home comfort for me that I'm definitely going to be bringing across the pond with me because I just think it's such an amazing thing. I also have a cushion that I want to bring but if it doesn't fit I'll be kind of upset so I'm going to try and squeeze it in. Yeah, I mean, it's soft and squishy, so you can squish it down. It's fine. I try. I'm soft and squishy, but I probably couldn't fit in a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also bought my like childhood teddy. You know, everyone's got that like little teddy or soft toy that they've had since they were like younger, or like that little like comfort toy thing. So I bought my little teddy with me. It's in my suitcase currently just chilling waiting to get onto my american That's bed so cute i don't have like a teddy when i was young i was never massively into like cuddly toys and things because the fur would always annoy me but my dad has got this this teddy bear called aloysius and he's had it since he was like five years old and you know i know he listens to this yeah. podcast so i'm sorry for outing my dad but my dad was born <laughs> in, like 1959 so he's a bit of an old one um but he's had this this teddy bear since then and he had a bike accident many 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 years ago when I was very small and he's got a teddy bear that we bought him when we visited him at the hospital he's still got that as well and I just think that's insane 
So he's got he's got a teddy that's like well over fifty years old, and I just think that's amazing. But I've not got I'm not massively into teddies or anything like that. I just think they're a bit of a waste of space. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my the only teddy I have is I mean she's called Candy Floss, and I've had her since I was like three years old. I won her at like a school fate thing, you know, like on a stand, and um, yeah, I've had her since I was three, and she's oh she's disgusting. <laughs> And gross and old. She's got a hole in her armpit, but she's my lovely candy floss, and I love her to pieces, and I couldn't part with her. And there's a funny story. I went on to London on a school trip, and this is when I was obsessed with her, and I had I couldn't sleep without her. So I took obviously took her with me, and then I got back from London, and I'd left her in London. No. Right? I'd oh, my her, right? oh my god! Right. And I was in the there was two groups going to London. I was in the first group, and there was a second group going after me. And I was in tears, like breaking down. My mum called the school, like, oh my God, she's left her like Teddy in London. And then my friend rings me and she goes, I'm in the room that you were in and your Teddy's here. <gasps> oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. Did they not clean the room between visitors? It had fallen down the side of the uh, bed. Well, they didn't do a very thorough job then, did they? obviously not no so my friend found it down the side of the bed and she was like oh my god your teddy's here and she called me and she brought it back with her and I was like oh my oh gosh like I couldn't imagine my life if I had lost her then I was distraught that's honestly so, cute. so anyway she comes everywhere with me oh, that's really <laughs> sweet actually when she gets um when she gets to America you should post a picture on our Instagram so we can all see her I'll show you her yeah she's my life. my life my life I thought that was me <laughs> I mean, I love that. <laughs> okay. okay. So anyway, um, so just to kind of recap, so make a packing list. Mine will be like written mm-hmm. five thousand times over because I'm a serial hoarder. So packing cubes. Just try. And well, limit yeah, it. I'm going to try and limit it, but I'm, I won't be very good at it. I'll probably put Instagram stories up crying and being like, guys, guys, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm having a meltdown. What Help the heck me. do I pack? I also want to bring my avocado cushion because it was like how me and my host kid connected because I just because she loves avocado apparel. So I want to bring it. Plus, it was um, a special present from a friend that I was at uni with her and her mum got me it. And I was just like, guys, this is so cute. Yeah. Um, a little tip I actually yeah. have, right? They don't they don't weigh like there's 99.9% chance they won't weigh your cabin suitcase. Mm. Right. So stuff that full. Really? And don't worry about don't worry about the weight of that one. But your checked in luggage, so your big suitcase that you're going to check in, they will weigh that. So you have to get that on point. But if your small suitcase is a little bit over, they don't weigh it. So don't worry as long about as that. It... So just put more so in your small as long suitcase. as that the size fits the cabin. Yes, exactly. Mm, good tip. The, I will be that one person who stuffs it full. And then it's told, sorry, hun, um, you can't bring it. We're going to weigh it. And now we're going to charge you like £100 extra. Like, excuse me. No, you're not. I mean, they didn't weigh mine when I came to Serbia. So I'll let you know if they weigh it when I go to America. But I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they weigh Well, I will be that one person it will happen to. Um, so... <laughs> well, that's what I thought about me. <laughs> so packing cubes, vacuum pack bags, separate clothing by categories and choose yeah. what you want to take and leave behind. Don't go mad on toiletries. Um, with clothes, only take about two weeks worth. Keep all your documents with you. I'm going to put my documents in my hand luggage because I'm not going to risk them going. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to risk them going. Obviously, things like electronics as well. So, like, 
if you're going to bring your phone, your laptop, a tablet, your chargers, yeah, um, as well as your what's it? What's that plug called? Like the adapter? Adapter, yeah, the <laughs> adapter, yeah. Don't forget those. Oh gosh, yeah. I I don't know whether to bring a hair dryer. <laughs> I'm not. I haven't brought a hair dryer, but I have bought my straighteners because I love mm, my straighteners. I don't know whether. I should probably ask my host parents, like, do I need to bring my own hair dryer or do you guys have a spare one? I don't imagine people have spare hair dryers, so I may have to bring mine. Um, also, maybe things like, I'm going to bring, like, maybe, like, one clutch bag or one nice outfit. So if we end up going out for dinner or if I have an event or something when I happen to be there, maybe a nice... I mean, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to pack a pair of heels because I can buy them in the US and it's not an essential thing for straight away. But I'll probably bring like something that. So I'll bring my clutch bag with me because it's quite a nice clutch bag. Um, might bring a lanyard. I don't know. You always need lanyard for something. I feel. <laughs> you just never know. And this is what she means by she's a hoarder and packs things that she. This is me need. going. Oh, just in case I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna end up bringing some random like kitchen utensil or something. Like oh, here's a wooden spoon. Like <laughs> I don't know. Just in case I need a wooden spoon, in case my host family don't have one or America don't oh, sell them, just in case. Oh my gosh, Steph, we've not even mentioned a very important thing. If anybody has medication, please take your medication with you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Imagine that. You don't have yes. any medication with you. It'd be hella expensive in America. This is an issue. So I I have fibromyalgia, if you didn't know this already. So I take medication daily mm-hmm. for that. Also on the morning after pill um and also on vitamin d so i had to pack a year's worth of all three of those oh my god did you just get like a massive prescription i've been collecting it over like the past eight and you say i'm a hoarder you've been hoarding medication (laughs) i have been like honestly i have a whole packing cube full of just my medication i literally like a drug so have you been just not taking it or have you been getting extras how have you been collecting it yeah, so I would just, I'd been getting extra. So I get my normal prescription that I was obviously taking, and then I would just every few weeks I would just pop in another prescription, pop in Should another be. prescription, pick it up, and then order it. Yeah, I like that. But I did it. I did it online and got it straight ordered straight to the pharmacy, so I never had to go through the doctors. So nobody ever <gasps> questioned it. Oh my god! Maybe we should edit this <laughs> bit out. What? Steph, you're gonna incriminate yourself. <laughs> exposed. Exposed. Like exploiting the NHS. <laughs> I paid for them, obviously. I mean, well, if you were in America, they probably cost about five thousand times the price. Exactly. And my mum is going to continue collecting them for me and then send them over to me so I don't have to suffer my second oh year. <laughs> Imagine that, like, because you she'll have to do a customs form if she send it to America. Like, what's in it? Just a load of pills, mate. Like, just a just lot drugs. of medication. Just drugs. <laughs> the pill's probably quite easy to probably go. Probably just there. got a little sniffer dog or something. <laughs> I can just imagine your mum at the post office with a massive box of just drugs and medication. Like, what's in it? Obviously, she's not going to send all of them at once. She'll send them in with other stuff. Well, that's what they all say. Stop trying to conceal, Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yes. Just make sure you think of every little thing that you need to take because you're going to forget something. That's okay. But you're moving abroad. You're not going on holidays. It's not like if you forget something, it's the end of the world because... 99% 99% chance the country you're going to is going to mm. sell it so you can just get there yeah so I think maybe the most important thing is to make a list 
and just kind of try and prioritize things because I know I'm definitely gonna because on my list I've put kind of different categories of I definitely have to take this and this maybe slash can I buy it in America so things like my photos if I ran out of room in the worst case scenario I could actually just get them printed when I'm in America but I don't really want to have to do that because it's a bit of a fat bond um but yeah so things like you know my charger my makeup things like that like my makeup is essential because <laughs> I look horrible without Obviously. it I don't look great with it but I look worse without it yeah. oh shit. <laughs> uh makeup is an essential yes and you know just little I think home comforts is what's really going to steal it for me because you know my husband's have already yeah. been really lovely and they're already super accommodating so I think anything that would make me feel more comfortable they'd be more than happy to kind of help me with which is nice I just think prioritizing and I just know now that it's going to be me calling Steph at two in the morning going what the hell do I pack I don't know what I'm packing with can you review my pack (laughs) for me Uh, I struggled it stressed me out massively and it really took a toll on my OCD because I have like very minor OCD and it really took a toll on it it set it off massively but now I'm here I'm fine I'm like what was I stressing about because honestly it's fine but I recommend just taking enough time to pack and plan like don't do it like a day before you leave give yourself a week maybe even like a week and a half two weeks to like really think about what you're going to take start putting in the suitcase see what weights you're working with um all that kind of thing and just do trial Mm -hmm. and error because some things may work for you some things may not vacuum bags didn't work for me but they might for you packing cubes worked for me but I did sort of a 50 50 of in packing cubes out of packing cubes and that worked for me but it was just I had to try different ways of packing it and also sometimes it's not about what you pack it's how you pack. yeah we should be like Marie Kondo because I'm sure she could pack it for us because yeah she's a legend oh definitely she's amazing yeah so like sometimes I would pack things in and then I would take it out again I put it back in and it would weigh less because I put it in a different way. That is so weird. That's what blows my mind how it's the it's like when you're shopping at Asda or something, you do like the self-service. <laughs> and it's like, um, so you know when you you buy the plastic bag and you put it on the like the packing area. Um, this happened yeah. to me like literally like two days ago. I bought the plastic bag, scanned it, put it on the packing area, and it didn't register it at all. So what I did is I put my hand in the bag and I pressed down on the metal bit and it suddenly registered it, which is really weird yeah so just like pack and repack put things in different ways and see kind of which is the best way to have things so I think it's all about trial and error really but give yourself mm. enough time to really think about what you're taking how you're packing it what way you're going to pack it all that kind of yeah. stuff yeah and I mean I would say if you have any packing tips let me know but I feel like by the time this episode comes out I will just have arrived or be arriving because this is episode seven yes. and it's the 14th today and we this week we released episode four so in three weeks time I, when episode seven comes yeah. out I'm hoping to be in the US or very nearly there I should have at least yeah. <laughs> which is so exciting um but yeah if you do actually have any packing tips let us know because then we can share them with other people who haven't arrived yet or who are going to be future or pairs um because I love that I hate packing it's one of the worst things world oh yeah um so if anyone's got any actual decent tips i'm probably going to be googling a lot and crying a lot and stressing a lot but i feel like that's part of the i spent the whole week previous to leaving watching pack with me videos on youtube oh my gosh that's gonna be me yeah 
<laughs> but you would you would say that prioritizing and making a packing list is your number one. Number one. Number yes. one. Yeah, yeah. And just be strict with yourself. The like like I said, the the have I worn it in a month thing really works mm. with me. Okay. And it was hard, but as soon as you leave, you forget about it. So it's fine. I think I might start doing it little by little. So this week I might start writing things down or start categorizing things and then in the next two weeks then start kind of slowly packing because I feel like if I do it all in one yeah it'll be like what the heck is she doing it's stressful yeah. yes and obviously stressful. I'm gonna go through um I'm gonna obviously start obviously I'm gonna have to do my laundry again before I go and stuff so I think you know do a load of laundry see what I want to take pop it in the suitcase kind of do it as and when so I'll probably end up with yeah. an open suitcase on my floor for about two or three weeks but I feel like that's okay yeah that's okay so I think that's kind of mainly what we wanted to talk about today was just kind of packing tips um so I hope you guys enjoyed it is there anything else you kind of wanted to close with Steph or are we all happy uh I think we're all good yeah I think I'm gonna do a little um video on our Instagram just going talking a little bit about tips of homesickness because I have been feeling a little bit homesick already but I have a few things that have helped me kind of get over that a little bit so maybe we'll see that in a, in, in a bit talk yeah about that. I think that could be a future podcast episode as well um but next week yes. or the week after we will be doing a little video about cultural care because there are a lot of different agencies and organizations out there that um you can become an au pair with we will be going into a bit more depth about mm-hmm. cultural care because they are the agency that we are with um and we love them we love them a lot so thank you guys for tuning in we will speak to you next week bye bye guys and that's the tea thank you for listening subscribe to our podcast to get all the tea on life as an au pair be sure to follow us over on instagram at au pair tea we'll speak to you next week Bye. bye